Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation Hi guys, for the ones that are just tuning in, my name is Velika B. I'm the founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen, but I'm also here with the Velika B Project. This is for our radio audience, our podcast audience, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube audience. And I have Miss Regina Davis. Um, she's a licensed therapist. And I also, also, also have my girl Kaylee, Minister Kaylee on here with me as well. So I want to shift it a little bit, if y'all don't mind. It's not a major shift, but it's a it's a thought that just came up. Regina, I'm glad you're still here. I love you, my brother. We love you, sir. We love you so much. Um, I want to deal with, and it just came in my spirit. I want to kind of deal with... We have lost, people have lost so many loved ones and friends um, this year and last year. Going into the Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, and even like it took me, you know, and not Miss Regina, when you was my therapist, when you was being paid, you know, by my insurance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I had a, I, and I, and I, Kaylee, let me tell you what happened. So my dad been dead for, I think, 12, 13, 14 years. I don't know. I stopped counting. Like, for real, not being funny. So I never knew why I would always act a fool around Christmas or Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I never understood why I would. <laughs> my husband would go to his family. I'm like, go, I don't, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. And mm-hmm. I didn't know why I felt that until Miss Regina. This is why y'all need a therapist. Like, if. If you can't afford a therapist, Google some information in your area. There's free available things that you can do, like for real. But I never understood why I didn't celebrate Christmas or laid in the bed all day for Thanksgiving until me and Miss Regina had this conversation. Mm. Came out like, okay, because my dad came home from the hospital Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day, and I cooked dinner for. He don't normally eat nobody cooking but my mom, but he was like, look, man. My daddy said, they said I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I'm gonna eat whatever either way. So he ate my cook, he ate the cooking and everything. And then after Christmas, I prayed, like, give my give me one more Christmas, give me one more Christmas. And then January the 20th, he died. So I never I never calculated that, like, why am I always at home in the bed on Thanksgiving or Christmas until Therapy, y'all. Therapy brought that out of me. So it helped me get to a place in the last two years that I finally would be up all day for Christmas or Thanksgiving and just be able to celebrate because I didn't understand what that was. So, Miss Regina, I know I kind of changed things up, but dealing with grief during the holidays or depression during the holidays, how do you get past that? Well, a lot of times what happens is, you know, we'll suffer that loss of a loved one, but we don't process it. We don't process it. We don't, you know, we go to the service and then we go back home and then we start our lives over. And we don't think about, you know, getting any therapy or just talking to someone about it. So uh, one of the things, you know, that you want to do, if you know, during that this time is definitely do not isolate yourself. 
you know, do not allow yourself to get down and, you know, stay alone, find someone that you can talk to or, you know, just get out of the house and and uh, try to do something for yourself just so that you're not just focusing on the loss, focusing on the grief. And uh, a lot of times we'll also suggest if you have something that you may have missed that you wanted to say to that loved one, you know, just maybe take that time to write a letter, you know, write a little paragraph, just saying what you would like to say to that, to that person, you know, if they were still here. Sometimes this just helps us to get those feelings out, to vent, and just to communicate how we're feeling. So uh, just little things like that. But definitely you don't want to stay alone because that turns into even a deeper depression and deeper sadness. And then sometimes even people begin to have suicidal thoughts. So you don't want to get get to that point. Absolutely. Kaylee, anything you want to chime in on that? I, as I've said before, you know, um, there is nothing wrong with Jesus and therapy. Um there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I definitely encourage that. So I definitely agree with you 100%, Regina, on what you just said. Um, grief is grief is tough. It, it, it is tough. And, and there's no amount of time. Mm-hmm. I, I can't stand when people expect someone that has lost someone. Um, I don't care if it's a dog or a cat. Grief is mm-hmm. grief. Right. Um, there's no time limit on that. And I wish people would... Um, do more research and and mm-hmm. more and have more understanding on grief because everybody doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, that's where compassion and love comes in. You know, love conquers a multitude of sins, as the word says. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, dealing with grief as a person on the outside, if I'm watching someone going through grief, you know, I, I always um, check off love. Always mm-hmm. do that. So, right. um, yeah. 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 But it's not healthy. Let's go back to protecting your peace now. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy if you're dealing with all these emotions on the inside to lash out on people, right? No, no, you don't want you don't want to do that. Um, so how do we work through that, Miss Regina? Are we back on protecting your peace. <laughs> we have I mean, even though we may be having we may have these emotions, we're having things we're going through, we have to also understand that. The emotions that we feel and can also place the other person in an awkward position. You know, they don't really know. No one really knows how to deal with another person. You know, some people will say, I don't even know what to say. You know, I wouldn't know what to say to you, to the person. And sometimes they'll avoid even coming in contact with someone who may be grieving. So you still have to have that little bit of compassion and understand that people also have their ways of dealing with it. So and in the same same way, try to just, you know, stay away from those people who you think you know, make bring you even to a lower level, you know, just want to try to stay up and stay as as positive as possible. And, you know, in in your interactions. Yeah. And then V and Regina, what about holding in things from a perspective of um, someone, someone makes you feel some type of way? Um, you're someone's agitating you or, or different instances, instances occur where it's, it's building up. You know, you got a wall that's continuing to build and, and eventually it's going to bust down if you don't say something. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not we're not talking about grief. We're just talking about somebody just have a wall up in their emotions or attitudes. Different bottled up, bottled up energy, mm-hmm. you know, within. You know. Gotcha. But no, no, I was about to say, but what if. Uh, Miss Regina, they don't really, that person that, that we're talking about or she's talking about doesn't recognize that there's an issue or a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was making excuses. So mm-hmm. sometimes, I don't know if people just ignore that they, they're doing what Kaylee said they're doing 
Mm-hmm. Um, but how can, as a a community or friends or loved ones, how can we address it without busting that bubble to make the pop? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do we do that, Miss Regina? Well, it, it's it's more of just being a friend, you know. The Bible says, show ourselves friendly. You just, you know, you just sit down, you have a conversation. And sometimes that's all a person needs. They need someone to just have that compassion for them, just to sit down and maybe not even say anything, maybe just to, you know, be in the presence. And so a lot of times that will help with even with them breaking down those walls, those barriers that they built up. It's just knowing that someone cares, but doesn't is not going to necessarily say something that's going to trigger them, you know, into an deeper, even deeper, you know, chasm there. You don't want to do that. So it's it's just being a little bit intentional about what you do and what you say and and how you interact. Okay, a good point too, because the Bible tells us if you have an art against someone, go to them. But there's still a way that you need to go to that person. Mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. mean you go to them in the matter of, um, you know, all heightened and stuff. I did what the Bible said. No, mm-hmm. the way you executed it may not have necessarily been right. Mm-hmm. So so we, you, we've had many conversations be about, you know, how we could come to someone, mm-hmm. but, but we're choosing, hey, I'm going to do this in a better alternative. And we have to respect each and every person's way of communicating way of you know expressing how they may feel i think i think we should respect everybody's you know way a little more yeah the reason why i come from that approach because we never know what a person's dealing with you never know what's going on with them what they've had in their lives because you know a lot of times it it comes out in their personality it comes out in their interaction with you how they treat people but that's not your problem i mean you don't have to but it's just we have to be a little bit more aware and a little bit more sensitive and a little bit more compassionate about it you know even though you know you want to get them but you know you know, but, you know we can't do that all the time Right, right. I'm jumping off the subject right now. Claudia said, I lost my husband, my baby daughter, and my only son all in three years' time, and it hurts. Mm-hmm. Now, Miss Regina, mm-hmm. how can we help Claudia in this particular moment? Well, um, and let me just say, express my condolences. I know that's very painful. That's a lot of a lot of loss. And uh, and and I would say the same thing, you know, just try to surround yourself. Uh, with supportive people, um, when you feel yourself, you know, get feeling like you want to isolate, find something. Whether it's an organization, uh, we have the crisis line. You can call and talk to people, and they'll they'll even set you up with counselors that you can talk to. Um, but but the most important thing is just to you know try to stay positive and try to. Um, not allow yourself to be alone, be alone, go through this alone. There's someone who who will have the compassion to help you and help you get through this. And and as as you said, Kayla, do some research, find some things that can help you. If you're not able to get a therapist, find just, you know, maybe Google and find some things that can help you to um, just move on. Because we, like you said earlier, it's not a time frame on how long we're going to grieve. And uh, there's no specific way that we grieve, but, and what, we teach is that we learn to live our lives without those those people, but we never forget them. We learn to live, you know, to move on. We don't forget them because we love them. And it says, you know, it sounds like, you know, it's easier said than done, but it's just a process we have to go through. We all have to go through that. Time is the key thing Mm -hmm. too is time. Mm -hmm. Prayer, um, prayer and time. Like Mm -hmm. really um, Claudia, there's no time 
I can say, okay, I grieve for my dad for this particular time, but I can't tell you the grief for your loved ones for that particular time. Mm-hmm. Every grief in every every situation is totally different. It may take somebody a month. They may get married again, but it may take somebody 30 years. Like I, I can't tell you, but what I don't want you to do is like stay still. Like um, Ms. Regina and Kaylee was saying, you want to move on in a way that you don't forget them. You still honor them. Mm-hmm. You know but just don't don't stay stagnant if that makes sense don't mm-hmm. stay in the point because if you stay still for so long and it's just like it's building up on you and you try to move and it keeps just bringing you down mm-hmm. um but stay prayed up and just allow time to heal yeah well kelly you want to say anything yeah you you made an excellent point you know and you know that the enemy wants us to stay stuck it doesn't matter what's going on in our lives. The enemy loves it when we when we choose to stay stuck. For him, that's him saying, "Oh, I ain't got no work to do." That person mm-hmm. gonna stay stuck in that, and and he adores that. And we don't want to give the enemy any type of foothold or any type of advantage. Of course, we are human beings. I always say, don't be so all spiritually minded that you that you ain't got no you know earthly sense. You know, um, we. We are human beings. We have feelings. We have pains and all those different things. But mm-hmm. don't don't allow the enemy to have um, the advantage by you staying still. The enemy wants you to stay still because I say every day, if you are up, if God wakes you up and you have another day of life and you breathe and you still have purpose in you, you still have a destiny within you. You still mm-hmm. have something that you're called to do on this earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, Brenda Scott says, um, can you have a relationship with people that will not have accountability for their wrong and will not admit <laughs> when they're wrong? I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I, I deal with relationships like that every single day. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brenda. It's funny. Like, if you, if you knew, sis. Um, yeah. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you a situation with me, um, Brenda. You can try to help or try to make somebody or show them accountable for their actions or whatever they're doing. But after so long, if they can't see it, then unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm hands off you. Like, I'm not even being funny. I, mm-hmm. I, I wish you well. I'm going to pray for you. You have my spirits and my heart. But until you can come back together, I, hopefully I'll still be there. But unfortunately, I can't keep going because... If you in the situation, it's gonna bring me down because I'm gonna be stressing and worried about you all the time. Like for real, for real. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead. Jenny, you got anything to say on that one as well? Well, I, you know, I was just tell Brenda, you know, just focus on you because you know you're not gonna be able to change those people. They're not gonna change. They already said it. Just focus on you. Focus on what you need to do for yourself, and just uh, limit your interactions so that you don't get bogged down with their issues. Those are those are their problems. Um, and I know sometimes they may be a little close, but we have to find a way to to just limit what will cause you any type of distress. Yep. And that's, again, protecting your peace, maintaining your peace. Mm-hmm. So can you stay in peace dealing with this person? That's the key thing. Mm-hmm. I would say if somebody take me out of my comfort zone, my peaceful zone, then is it really worth it? You know what I'm saying? Is it really you interrupted my piece. I'll never forget one time. <laughs> it was something that happened at church. And, and that was the first time pastor ever saw me get emotional. I got emotional that day. 
And I was like, I can't, I just want peace. And I was dealing with a whole bunch of stuff. Cause one thing about me, if I'm dealing with a lot, I'm not going to tell everybody I'm dealing with, I was dealing with a lot. Then I had to deal with some issues at church. And I just had a fit in the office one day, and I was like, "I just want peace. I just want, I want peace. I don't. I can't deal with hell in the streets and dealing with hell at. I can't. I can't deal with hell at church. I just want peace. This church will be a peaceful place for me. And I just nutted up just like that because it was tearing down my peace. Yeah, and it was a buildup because I was letting all this stuff pile up, pile up, and never. And then that's not a pastor. Pastor gave me a little. Uh, that was the first time that he ever saw that emotional army but I had so much build up and especially when you're dealing with everybody else's emotions and their problems and one thing about ministry Kaylee knows Miss Regina is a minister as well and she's also I don't care Miss Regina how many times as a therapist some things just really as you talking and, and working with your patients, some things just kind of get to you sometimes. You get what I'm saying? Some things you just need to fight those emotions. Right. And the situation and where we're at right now, it's just kind of hard to step away from certain things. So those emotions and those spirits. Kayla know one night we was on here praying for folks. The next morning me and her just stayed in the bed all day long. <laughs> we yeah. all day. Like we had worked a 24 hour shift mm-hmm. day. We were done that. So, yeah, so I tried my best to do everything to try to protect my people. Right. Well, that that was your self-care. You know, once you when you help people and you're always doing things, you know, you got to take that time for yourself. But stay in the bed, you know, stay in the bed all day, you know, go out, you know, have do something for yourself. And I also say that to the people who are listening, you know, the self-care is a main ingredient of maintaining yes. your peace. And, uh, and it, 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 you know, it, it's made up of a lot of different things that we can do for ourselves. Some things we don't even think about, but um, just maintaining that, you know, ability to take time and, and not let every minute go to, uh, you know, always doing something for someone else or just always being busy. You got to take time for yourself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Kelly, you have anything else you want to say? I just wanted to say from Regina's point about taking care of yourself. This is for all my saints of the Lord. <laughs> um, take care of yourself. Do take do taking care of yourself. Your self care for us, the saints of God, does not have to be something related to church. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that mm-hmm. self care is not for me. It's not me listening to a TD Jake sermon and. and and drinking juice and eating cookies. You know, that's that's not my self-care. I need to totally get away from ministry. It does not mean I'm totally away from God. Let's let's get that right. I just have to step away, go on a vacation, go get my nails done, go get a massage, go do something outside <laughs> of that. I hope I'm making sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Challenge for a lot of people. I know it's gonna be a challenge because. We, we love our church. We love the church. Mm. But I have learned, ladies, to when when I'm done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I have to do something out, outside of that because that what that's what helped me maintain my balance. Yeah. Every single day I'm doing ministry. Every single day. 
And a vacation for me, y'all, is not a three-day crusade. It's not going to a not going to a youth conference in Minnesota. That is not a vacation, saints. You guys, thanks to God, it's okay. (laughs) God made this earth for us to enjoy. Okay, you can enjoy the earth and 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 still and still be saved. Amen. Amen. Do do something outside of that when you want to take care of yourself and when you want to have some self-care. We get so wrapped up into that. And I just really, I'm praying for y'all. I want y'all to break free in Jesus' name. That's all I got to say. Minister Pat is in the building. Hey, Minister Pat. Hey, Pat. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, the best thing that happened to me in the last couple of months is when I got, I made, I made a trip. I ended up going to, it was a turnaround trip. I went to Miami on business. I shopped when I got down there. I shopped. We got down there like we left seven o'clock at, in the morning. Went down there shop after I had my little business meeting. Went down there shop. We ate. We went to the airport in the, the Delta Lounge and had like a little moment, fun time. Me and my business, um, one of my business consultants, and came back. Even though that sounded like it was tiring, it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, man, that felt good. Let's go do it. Where we going? Can we do another turnaround trip? Like it just felt so good. And I haven't did that, did anything outside of the gospel community, uh-huh. um, music industry stuff, church ministry uh-huh. set apart and chosen. It was just free. I felt free, uh-huh. and I didn't feel guilty when I shopped at all. <laughs> it felt good. Uh-huh. She ain't bringing me nothing back, Regina. It's okay, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I'm fascinated by that trip. Yeah. It was, I it felt good, like a turnaround. Mm-hmm. It just felt good. Like, it felt good. It really mm-hmm. felt good. And I haven't mm-hmm. felt that good, like, just getting out from, again, business. And mm-hmm. that was a business trip. It was a different type of business trip. It was a good, it, it didn't have anything to do with church or ministry or the gospel industry. So mm-hmm. it just felt good. It was felt real good. Oh, that's good. Kayla, I just want to, I think you set some people free on that. Uh, <laughs> church people, you know, because it's important. I mean, just anything, just a turnaround trip, um, taking a ride, you know, down the highway, uh, just, you know, listening to your music, you know, taking some deep breaths. As, you know, you just sometimes we, we forget to even breathe. We're mm-hmm. doing so much and wow. you, you'll find yourself taking these short breaths and everything. But, you know, we teach to, you know, take some time each each day just to take some deep breaths. If you can do it outside, that's great. You know, just br- deep breathing, relaxing your muscles and all those things are, are just helpful and benefic- beneficial to just help you get through the day. It is. It is. Well, ladies, we're going to. Is there anything else before we wrap up? No. Kayla, she got something on her heart. Go on and put. Go on, Kayla. What is it? No, nothing. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Jesus wept. <laughs> that was right. Listen, when I said I get in trouble at church, like that's all you got, Malika. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, or either God is good outside, outside God is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just want everybody that's just tuning in. This is your girl, Malika B. I also have my, I'm not going to say all my old there, my therapist. 
one of my therapists. Y'all just saying I got two therapists. <laughs> like, really? Who does that? <laughs> then I got a pastor who always ministries to me all the time. Who, like, I, I should be perfect by now, but I'm not. Miss <laughs> 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 Regina Davis, thank you so much. Licensed mm-hmm. therapist. And we have Miss Haley Ramsey. Yes, thank you. Building. Uh, Ms. Regina, let people know how they can follow you. How can uh, I'm sorry, somebody say something about kissing? That's my keyword. Somebody say something about kissing. Like, what you said about kissing? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, let everybody know how they can follow you. Okay, well, you can reach me at Regina Davis LPC.com. That's simple. You can email me there. You'll find my phone number, Regina Davis LPC.com. Awesome. And Minister Kaylee Renzi, let people know how they can follow you. Um, yes, you can follow me on Instagram at um, Kaylee KK. It's K-A-Y-L-I-E K-A-Y-K. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys for so much for just coming on and, and supporting you. us. We're going to do this you know, every now and again, we're going to come back with the singing. I'm still praying on that one, y'all. Uh, but we're going to come back again. So um, just thank you so much for um, tuning in on tonight or today, whenever you hear this broadcast. This is the Belika B Project. We were talking about maintaining your peace. Help, I need a therapist. Praise the Lord for therapists, therapists, therapists. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. We are logging out. You two stay on with me, okay? All right, good night. Thank you, guys. Well, that concludes this episode of the Velika B Project with your host, Velika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed.